You're listening to the really useful podcast. This is the tech podcast for technophobes from makeuseof.com. Welcome to the show. My name is Christian Colley, and with me is Gavin Phillips. How's it going, Gavin? It's going really well, Christian. Um, I'll tell you what, actually. Uh, we just got a new kitten. So oh. uh, our house has uh, been full of the madnesses of having uh, an older cat that's actually quite grumpy uh, and a very small cat that is not grumpy but is quite aggressive. So uh, it's been a very interesting time. <laughs> are, they, are either of them memeable? No, not yet. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> in the future. <laughs> <laughs> how about yourself christian how are you um yeah not bad really i uh my, my children have been at a dance competition over the weekend and i took that opportunity of um it's it very complicated i can't go in without spending a lot of money and you know when there's a lot of dance competitions going on in the family it can get a bit expensive so i took the opportunity to um grab my laptop and edit a podcast not one of these podcasts a different podcast it was a interview with a writer and I settled down in a uh, local branch of, or local to the dance competition, branch of Costa, um, with my son's headphones, because I'd forgotten my earpods. I was so frustrated. I've got these rather expensive Sony earpods that I use. Um, they've got noise cancelling. They're just great sound quality as well. I mean, they didn't have to be 100% great sound quality, because I have a bit of, uh, I've got tinnitus on one, in one ear, so my, my uh, judgment of sound quality is perhaps not as good as other people's. I sat down with my son's headphones because I'd forgotten mine and absolutely no sort of noise cancellation going on whatsoever. I could hear everything. And I was sat quite close to the counter, so kind of my own fault. But, you know, everything going on behind me whilst trying to edit this podcast at the same time proved to be a bit of a challenge, if I'm honest. Which uh, brings us nicely to the topic of this week's podcast, which is largely about headphones and uh, audio, which you've probably gathered because, you know, each podcast has a title doesn't it um now gavin you shared something really interesting with me which is a poll that running on make use of yeah this is the uh recent poll we have ran uh make use of uh it is titled quite simply do you prefer wired or wireless headphones um it's always a question that sort of splits those who like listening to music and i know most people like listening to music but there's people that you know really like listening to music <laughs> and the types of headphones that they use come into that and wired and wireless is always a contentious issue uh and so the results of this are quite interesting uh, i i thought um so of the like 3400 odd uh, respondents there were 30 percent voted for preferring wired 43% preferred wireless, but a good 27% of respondents liked wired and wireless headphones equally. Uh, what's, what's your preference, Christian? I Well, I mean, I'm using wired right now, uh, but that's mostly c for convenience of the um, potential of Bluetooth just not working when I want it to, you know, because, you know, it's, it's, the, the headphones are attached to my Rodecaster desk that we used to record this with, and if there's an issue with Bluetooth, then I don't want it to hold up proceedings. So, I mean, there never has been a problem with Bluetooth using this, but, uh, you know, these things kind of care. 
But um, I mean, the f- the phone I use is it has no jack, so uh, no no ports. Big pardon. So I can't use a three point five millimeter cable with that. So I use Bluetooth for that. I use Bluetooth if I'm playing on my Steam Deck or um, yeah. I so I, I mean I guess I and of course I use Bluetooth in the car. I mean it's not quite the same thing, but uh, you know it's there and it's active. So and it's coming through speakers. Um, they're not headphones. I realise that. But I, I've, I've, I've flirted with wired things for long enough over the years. And I also find them more comfortable without the wires. There's, uh, there's truth in that, isn't there? Without something to wrap your arms around or get yeah. caught around the the chair you're sitting on or what have you. Um, but it does feel like it can sacrifice some audio quality at times. I think it's, it's very clear you know, overall that a wired connection is always going to deliver better audio, yeah. you know, just by the nature of the technology itself, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, that that is the implication, isn't it? Is that actually the case? Um, Certainly through the headphones, I've, I've tested like a lot of headphones at this you point and, yeah. and used more besides that as well. And I do think the wired headphones always sound a bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, I am a, a heavy user of wireless tech, especially when you go out and about the many of the situations you just alluded to there, or if I go for a run or what have you. I remember the days where I didn't have wireless headphones and I would go for a run and you'd have to hold a device in your hand with the wires like wrapped around one hand as you ran. I was like, yeah. this is plainly not actually very useful at all um so in certain situations like that wireless is just definitely better yeah i know when i've um tried using these i mean these are sennheisers they're not they weren't cheap when they uh, landed on my doorstep so um a, a certain level of uh, sound quality is expected from them um not just from the price but also from the name um when i've used them within a few times i've used them in bluetooth mode on other devices or just with a computer the quality has not been as good as it is through the wire. Um, and so, I, I, yeah, obviously, clearly you're right about that. I, I do kind of second-guess myself when it comes to sound quality the, since uh, being diagnosed with tinnitus, um, slightly failing hearing. Hey, what? Pardon? Quarter past three. <laughs> uh, so, yes. Um, do you know, I actually got into... On a, on a slightly related matter with, with, with uh, earphones and things, uh, my wife's mother... In, uh, no, my wife's grandmother. We went to a um, wildlife park in uh, South Yorkshire on Friday, and her, that's where my wife's from, that neck of the woods. And her grandparents lived on there. And her grandmother asked me to have a look at her phone. She's got one of the oh, I can't remember what make a phone is. It's an unusual. Um, it's, it's basically it's aimed at um, people who don't really want a smartphone, that type of phone. And it, hearing aids have a particular mode and. Um, and she was, she found that the phone wasn't ringing through the hearing aid. So I had a quick flick through the settings on the phone. She was very basic, sort of old school, um, uh, like Nokia style interface. And right away I found that the problem, in fact it might be Symbian, but anyway, um, right away I found out that the problem was that the, um, the hearing aid had been set to, um, the ringtone had been set to silent through the hearing aid. Oh. So obviously... Not, not going to do any good. But whilst we were having this conversation, the amusing thing about this whole scenario was that my children were making one hell of a racket all around us. Um, I'm trying to turn my head so the good ear 
picks up what she's trying to say because if if like the tinnitus here it, it all just becomes just like a mix of cacophony of, of of racket going into that one ear and um it, it just made me laugh the fact that there's me struggling to hear properly discussing a hearing aid that um isn't making the correct noises <laughs> yeah, it's almost like a comedy sketch. That it is. is, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It did feel somewhat along those lines. Yeah, so I think, yeah, so that's quite an interesting poll result, really. I, I, were you surprised by it? Um, um, I was more surprised that most people went for wireless over over wired, but mm. I think that um, actually speaks to some of the other things you mentioned, Christian. Uh, in that many devices now have done away with a three and a half mil audio jack so a lot of people are now forced to use wireless headphones i'm guessing the majority of people consume audio through their smartphone probably more than most other things i'm just that's complete speculation obviously but given most people now have a smartphone it's with you all the time you know you use it for travel whatnot uh wireless headphones are a natural pairing for them aren't they yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. And also, I've noticed that the price of um, wireless headphones, I mean, I get them free occasionally. You get them free to review. Um, it's not really something you can send back, is it? Oh, no, absolutely not. Although uh, I have seen them going secondhand. I'm presuming they haven't been used or there's some sort of special sonic cleaning equipment in the back of CEX. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't be buying them, but uh, I know that they're there. No, absolutely. I mean, I, I give away the many of the headphones that I've been given to friends and what have you, basically with the caveat that these have been in my ear. Mm. <laughs> but, you know, it's, there's silicon ear tips for most of them. They are cleanable. You can buy yep. your own replacement ones, etc., etc. So there is that to, to bear in mind. But... Um, yeah, certainly the price of uh, wireless earbuds has come down, uh, and wireless headphones, I should add, has come down significantly to the point where you can pick up, you know, a very, very good quality set of wireless uh, headphones or earbuds for, you know, $100, $150, which, you know, it's a decent outlay, but the quality of them is going to still be really good. Cleaning earphones, that's a... that's. I mean, that's kind of a side topic, isn't it, really? I'm pr- pretty yeah. sure. I'm, I've read something about this on my Q-Sub, but I can't find it at the moment. But I think it's worth, um, if we can find it, we'll put it in the show notes. It is worth knowing how to do, because it's going to, I mean, it's going to make them last longer. And in some cases, I mean, th- there's no way of saying this in a nice way. So I'm just going to say how matter can accumulate inside the charging <laughs> unit, can't it? And that can interfere yeah. with successful charging. It absolutely can, yeah. And... Um... You know, like without <laughs> delving too deep into the matter, uh, stuff can transfer, you know, from your ears into wireless earbuds. Um, you know, it could cover the grill and make your listening experience, you know, less than less than what you'd expect. Um, you know, taking off the silicon ear tip of a wireless earbud, for example, and just giving it a gentle clean with some like cleaning fluid or what have you, or even just a bit of tissue. If you've just got a bit of tissue lying around, that that can make a, a great deal of difference. Absolutely. Uh, now we've, um, in a completely 
on you know around the same conversation but on a slight tangent to this and completely separately we've got a great list and, and we've we've kind of um started hitting on this now a comparison between wired and wireless headphones and you know we've already established um there's a difference in price although AirPods are a lot cheaper than they used to be. But wireless headphones are very cheap. I once uh, went out. This is really bad, really, I, I suppose, on my part, because I once went out, again, without my uh, AirPods, my wireless AirPods, and just went to a supermarket and bought a cheap set of earphones. Really, that's not really the right thing to do, is it? Because I'm contributing to waste, aren't I? And all for the sake of listening to some music or a podcast that will still be there the next day when I'm back at home. I feel quite guilty about it now. Um, so uh, when we wrote this, wireless headphones were more convenient and cheaper. I'm not sure if that... Is that entirely the, tr the case now, do you think, or not? Um, it depends what you sort of mean, isn't it? So like you just... The example you just gave there, you could go into a supermarket, pick up a £10 set of wired earbuds but how long are they going to last are they going to be any good quality they're just useful for a pinch aren't they yeah well i think they'll last a very long time because i want to use them once <laughs> <laughs> they'll be sat in, in the bottom of a drawer until the end of the world <laughs> possibly <laughs> um so in that though you've not contributed to waste technically well yeah okay <laughs> yeah well, so yeah, we we expect them to last longer, and they and they are um, largely uh, more lightweight because there's uh, different commands. There's not a tiny battery in them for us. That off, is there? Yeah, for sure. Um, and that's something that I think wireless headphones fall foul of. I think they're better than they used to be. Definitely, there's a yeah. lot of high quality batteries going into them. As the idea that they are just absolutely uh, useless. Um, I think companies were starting to pick up a bit of flack for it, weren't they? Yeah, I think so. And, you know, there's so the, and with there not being any battery, there's no reason to recharge them. So that saves a lot of time. Um, and the reason I forgot my um, earphones yesterday was because I'd put them on charge, basically. <laughs> Classic. Yeah. Um, you don't get latency problems with wired headsets. And as we've discussed, they generally, overall, I mean, you, you know, you, your mileage may vary if you buy a really cheap pair of wireless earpods but generally speaking wired has better sound quality and wired is better for professionals um i mean i'm i guess i qualify as a professional i think you're a professional yeah i, I produce a pod a, more than one podcast but i I'm, i produce this podcast for make use of um easy to repair i don't know if i've ever successfully repaired any headphones though um i can't think that i have either uh wired or wireless yeah i mean i've got quite large fingers so that, and they are typically small and the wires are a bit fiddly and they always seem to be very um no more wiring than is absolutely necessary in in headphones or certainly wired earbuds anyway yeah um i guess the point the article is making here though is that a wired set is easier to repair than wireless which yeah 
you'd have to agree with overall because there's just less tech in a set of wired, isn't there? There's no need for the Bluetooth chip and the battery and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, you'd have a greater chance of repairing a, a wired. Set. Probably yeah. Um, wired are less harmful to the environment, uh, not just in the case of the manufacturer, but uh, with regard to the batteries. Um, and you have fewer. I mean, it says they don't face connectivity issues, but I think we all know that that isn't quite true because nine times out of ten when you decide it's time to buy a new pair of wired earphones or to move to wireless earphones it's because there's something wrong with the cable which in itself yeah. is a connectivity issue isn't it it's oh the yeah same absolutely. connectivity issue but it is one that in the same way will disrupt your enjoyment of the music or audio that you're listening to now listen I've, a few days ago i just recalled this we um, republished an article about um, reusing old earphones which comes into the nice uh ni- drops nicely into our brief mention there of um they're less harmful to the environment so there's various things you can do with old earphones which i think i'm just going to go through very quickly this is courtesy of alan blake on make use of um you can use them as a pillow speaker i used to use a pillow speaker years ago what year is it now yeah so about 30 32 years ago i used a pillow speaker for revision for my gcse's so what like in the pillow while yeah, you're so sleeping it's so but, but i got it from tandy do you remember tandy yeah huh Radio Shack in the US. Have it, so it's like a round sort of soap. It's a speaker and mono and plugs into the um, into the, the earphone jack on a Walkman or whatever. Because that's how long ago it was. So what I would do is um, record on my notes, put it under my pillow and play them while I was asleep. Or as I slept, or as I nodded off, whatever, to help me with my revision. It worked reasonably well, I can I think. see it working. Because you get the double reinforcement there, don't you? Because yeah. you, you write your notes, then you speak your notes. And, and then, then you get that subliminal. And you listen. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can see it working. Yeah, worked quite well. I tried it for my A-levels as well. It didn't work as well because I was a bit disorganised and I didn't really know what I was revising. But there you go. <laughs> you can make a tiny DIY microphone. An earphone or a speaker can be reused as a microphone because it's, um, it's not great quality because it, it, it's not optimized for, for that particular use but it can be used as that uh you can make a headphones hat i once bought my um, nisa headphone headband she never wore it once oh outrageous uh, sorry the other day she's wearing headphone earmuffs i was not impressed <laughs> especially <laughs> this time of year um you can make a diy microphone amplifier you can repurpose old earphones to capture 3d printing time lapses I'm they used to trigger the recording. Okay, that's clever. You can put them in a helmet, use them for uh, spy and uh, secret agent purposes, if that's what floats your boat. And you could just repair them using Sugru. That works, but it, I mean, it depends, really, what sort of longevity you're expecting from it. It's, it's good just to not throw things away straight away, though. So, we talked about wireless and wired quality, but there's, there's a kind of um, a smaller, there's like another dimension in the wireless side of things, isn't there? Because you've got Bluetooth Classic and Bluetooth LE. Yeah, so the Bluetooth Classic is the, uh, the original version of Bluetooth that um, everybody is familiar with. Um, the Bluetooth LE is a more recent version of Bluetooth that was released in 2013. Um, and it was sort of the release of Bluetooth 4.0. But it also introduced, yeah, like this low energy version, which um, works really well with wireless devices, basically because it, it uses less energy to transmit data. Um, it still uses the 2.4 gigahertz spectrum to transmit audio. It's the same sort of one as many 
devices use, uh, including your your home Wi-Fi. That's why you sometimes get uh, interference and stuff. Um, but overall, these days, most wireless devices are now going to use Bluetooth low energy instead of um, what's typically now termed Bluetooth Classic, just because it's faster and basically more power economical, which is two of the things that you want with wireless audio transmission. So which is the better, do you think? Or do you feel? Or is it scientifically proven one's better than the other in terms of audio quality? Um, for my money, the LE basically has uh, better audio quality. Um, it has... It can transmit data um, at the same rate as the original um, Bluetooth Classic, but it uses less energy yeah. to do it, um, which is quite important. So when you get into the higher bit rates, that's the amount of data that can be sent um, from one device to another, you see less um, degradation of data at the higher bit rates, basically. So, you know, you can send more data faster using bluetooth low energy right that makes sense yeah it does and it's not actually something that most of us uh, necessarily need to think about because you'll still buy a set of earbuds just as you would normally buy them but most of them have now quietly switched over to bluetooth uh low energy um but it's not something any of us have to think about it's one of those nice things where manufacturers have gone oh this is better we'll just do it <laughs> what about um wireless audio that because that's different to bluetooth isn't it what well, 2.4 gigahertz wireless yeah it is different in terms of most of the time you have to use a proprietary dongle that you sometimes get with certain headphones and earbuds mm -hmm. um that's more that the company are using a proprietary data transmission algorithm that they don't want you to know or use about but it's often based upon things like bluetooth or what have you but it's just that they want to create a very strong and clear connection between your device um and your computer and Oftentimes, it means you're less susceptible to wireless interference from other devices and what have you. And it can also um, deliver better latency. So, you know, you're, you're, when you speak, it's heard instantly. Or when you're watching a film, there'll be no drop off. You know, that awful feeling where you're watching um, a yeah. movie and, and the lip sync is just ever so slightly out. It's like immensely frustrating but sometimes you also feel there's no way to fix it so things like 2.4 gigahertz wireless using a usb dongle are meant to uh, address those issues directly but that's not with every set of earbuds or, or headphones i should add it's um some of sometimes you just get one in the box um, and they've made an extra bit of effort to provide one okay well um there's various uh, other things we could uh, discuss here with regards to headphones and audio. And, I mean, to be honest, we, we could talk all day about this. I'm just um, looking at this list of tips to get the best sound quality out of your headphones, which is probably a good thing to have a quick look at. Number one, go to a quiet room. That's where I went wrong yesterday. Number two, use the right ear pads or ear tips. I, I struggled with this for a long time. 
and t- to the point where I started collecting them every time you got a uh, new set of headphones, earphones, earbuds, whatever. Mm. Um, we now have a like a little plastic um, Tupperware tub full of earbud covers, tips. It makes a big difference. Yeah. It's one of the first things as well when uh, reviewing headphones and earbuds and whatnot is you, you switch out the ear tips to find ones that fit because a snug tight fit will deliver better sound quality less interference and what have you especially when used with things like uh, active noise cancellation you know which blocks the external sounds uh but it, most important actually it's, it's for headphones that don't have things like active noise cancellation because the better the fit the more passive noise cancellation you're going to get so it's always worth switching them out yeah, definitely. Um, you've got um, the option to adjust the equaliser settings. You could use a different streaming service. Tidal is apparently an excellent alternative to Spotify. Uh, Spotify currently caps a bit rate at 300... Spotify currently caps a bit rate at 320 kilobytes per second, whereas Tidal has a higher ceiling and supports FLAC, which has lost us audio. You can use an external uh, digital to audio converter. You can switch your Bluetooth codec, or you could simply clean the headphone jack if uh, you're using a wired system. And you can activate ANC, active noise cancellation, as Gavin mentioned there, on wireless headphones. Those are good tips. I don't think I enjoy music quite as well. I'm, I'm not into music, I should rephrase that, in quite the way I used to be uh, many years ago. And I think the, the me of sort of 25 years ago, would have been a massive would would now with the technology that's available and the lower prices that the technology is available would be a massive audio file as i've mentioned already i have tinnitus and uh children as well so i think that probably gets in the way of things <laughs> slightly <laughs> <laughs> i do have a very lovely uh, soundbar which i which is not really intended for music it's intended for movies or whatever but i play most of my music it's um connected to my laptop and most of the music I listen to comes through there. So I definitely listen to music as much as I used to, if not more. Because it's generally on when I'm working. What about you? Are you an audiophile? No, I, I wouldn't ca- class myself as an audiophile at all. Um, I was just going to raise that point, actually. It's like, how how far do you go and how much do well, yeah, you yeah. spend to make music? And do, the and riff just, reduction of music. Is there a certain level of spending that then gets you into the audiophile club? Oh, that's an interesting question. I don't know, but I would consider it to be people that are spending, you know, a significant amount on, say, like neutral sounding headphones or IEMs buying, you know, specific amps or whatever. What are IEMs? Sorry. Uh, IEMs are in-ear monitors. So they're slightly different from earbuds in that they typically come with a much more neutral or flatter sound they're right. more likely to be used um in a in like an audio production environment or you might see uh you might see musicians wearing them on stage just um, okay. to to uh, keep the timing and stuff like that yeah, yeah. but they should they typically have less tuning out of the box or no tuning at all so that when you listen to music it sounds exactly how it should rather than Say if you bought a set of uh, Beats headphones, for example, off the top of my head, you would listen to music, but it would have much more of a bass-heavy profile, you know, like what we would call a a, a V-shaped 
sound profile where it's mm. been elevated at the treble and the bass. So it makes everything sound very bright and shiny and sparkly and your bass sounds nice and boomy, but it's not how the track was recorded originally. So yeah. if you being an audiophile, like going back to the original uh, question, I would say you're never going to use a set of headphones like that. You're always going to use something that allows you to hear music recreated uh, faithfully. Faithfully, okay. What are your feelings on uh, bone conduction? I've only ever used one set of bone conduction headphones. I didn't really like them. Um, mm. The, I think it's mainly just the process and the feeling of it I wasn't keen yeah. on. Have you used some? I tried some, but they were for kids, so I can't really base it on any sort of um, high quality, um, you know, the extreme high quality sound reproduction or anything like that. But I, I tried them out. I found them uncomfortable, a little bit odd, hearing music in my head while still being able to have a conversation with people as well. Yeah. I think a big part of uh, bone conduction for me is that the technology works, but I put headphones on to not hear everything else. (laughs) (laughs) And when you can hear everything else, I don't think you're necessarily actually focusing on the music, really, are you? Maybe good in an office environment or, or what have you. And the same as earbuds and headphones that have ambient sound modes where they turn on one of their external microphones so you're still in touch with your the outside world like useful for when you're maybe listening to music whilst running or, or just walking through a busy city or whatever but it's the same thing it's like i don't want to hear if i'm in a cafe i don't want to hear other people's conversations that's no. not why i've got these headphones on you know You got a recommendation? Uh, yeah, I have actually. Excellent. Well, what is it? Uh, I'll t- hey, I'll tell you what my recommendation is, right? All right. It is the Clear Alpha uh, Black Edition headphones, which uh, I am reviewing right now for make use of. So the review uh-huh. will be up in the next few days. Okay. And um, it's a really nice set of headphones. Uh, they've got active noise cancellation, uh, really decent battery life up to. Th- 35 hours uh, which is pretty good um they're very very comfortable they've got really like thick plush um i guess it's like a leatherette or pleather or something like that covering some sort of memory foam but like really really comfortable for a long long wear uh, and interestingly, the noise cancellation on them works really really well but they have to be like situated quite specifically on your ears as soon as you move them off a little bit it's like oh there's the world again but if they're in the right position they do a great job uh great job sorry of uh blocking out absolutely everything uh they also have um integrated spatial audio which is um something i've not really used all that much i know spatial audio is interesting maybe when you're watching a film or or uh, or a TV show, what have you, because it gives you a bit more immersion, or, or or certainly in video games. But when I'm listening to music, I don't want the source of the audio to move as I move my head around. Fair when enough. I'm, you know, le- moving erratically in the office. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, overall, these are really, really good set of uh, wireless headphones. I'm really impressed. Presumably, you can disable that mode. 
Oh yeah, it's yeah. yeah. There's an app. The app also has an equalizer in it. Uh, various noise cancellation modes, and you can switch this off. In fact, it's switched off to begin with. I should add, uh, okay. you go and switch it on, um, so it doesn't annoy you all of the time. Okay, that's good. Uh, my recommendation is well, mm, it comes with a caveat. If you already have a dash cam that already does you know standard full definition not standard definition full hd or 2k then i would not recommend this recommendation but if you're new to dash cams you want something that's very high quality that's that's 4k i should add then you might consider this this is the vantu nexus 4 pro which i've uh, been reviewing recently there's uh, going to be a video appearing on make use of soon uh i've had some issues with this dash cam it has been um the mount had an issue, basically, which meant it took a bit of time for it to adhere itself to my windshield, which is clearly a problem when we're talking about dash cams. And also a part of it fell off the dash cam through um, very minimal contact. So I'm sure that's not the case with all of these dash cams. They are quite big as well, however, because they have uh, a front... This is just the... The kit I reviewed is a three-channel, which means there's three cameras, but the front unit has two cameras. It has a, a road-facing camera and an inside-the-car-facing camera. This adjustable up and down, but not left and right. So where you position the camera is going to depend on um, what, what coverage you get inside the car. Now, I say... You know, I've spoken quite a lot about this now already and the problems that I've had. More information can be gleaned from the review. But I would say, unless you're a big fan of Vantru, and I was, the, my existing dash cam that I use day-to-day -day is a Vantru dash cam. This is 4K, so if you want 4K and you like Vantru, then this is definitely a device to get hold of. But there are other manufacturers, dash cam providers, releasing 4K systems. This is quite heavy and bulky. It doesn't in my opinion, need to be this big and heavy. It's got a very large display on it, which I really don't think displays are particularly required for dash cams these days, you know, because they're all app connected. There's no real requirement to have a IPS display on a dash cam. Certainly not one this big, it's like three inches. Wow. Yeah, it is, it is just too big a unit. But as I say, if you like Vanchu and if you want 4K, then this is a good option. Otherwise, look elsewhere. Perfectly decent dash cam, just a bit of a pain to uh, install, unfortunately. And I've done a few of these. So I know what yeah. to expect, and it wasn't any of that. Uh, yeah, you, you know what you're talking about at this point, I think. Yeah, I think so, yeah. <laughs> uh, so um, that brings us to the end of this week's really useful podcast. Um, Hopefully we've shed some light on the uh, issue of earbuds, wired and wireless, or headphones, wired and wireless, and uh, what you can do with them, what you can't do with them, when you should use them, the various uh, things you can uh, do with old ones, and uh, maybe help you make your mind up whether you prefer wired or wireless as well. I think probably the jury is still out for me. Everything we've discussed, uh, you'll find a link to in the show notes. If you uh, have enjoyed the podcast and you feel it is um, useful to you then please leave us a review on apple podcasts we will uh, read out five star reviews if there's something that you think that uh, your friends or relatives will uh, find useful then share it with them as well we'll be back for another show next week until then it's goodbye from us